ready. Buffalo Bills game day on the Buffalo Bills radio network. All right, here we go. Here we go. We gotta have a drive. 23 left. 23 This is Breakfast with the Bills, fantasy style. Here's Derek Kramer. Good morning, Bills fans. You're out tailgating. It's cold out this morning. It's Bills, Vikings. We don't know if Josh Allen's going to play. Welcome to the chaos. This is Breakfast with the Bills, fantasy style. Derek Kramer, Josh Schmidt, Corey Griswold. We're all hanging out with you for the next hour as we get game day traditions underway. And if you're out there and you're tailgating, you're you're a champ. Not a trombone champ, but you're a champ because it's cold out today. It's about like 36 degrees right now. It's not going to get much better by kickoff, about 40-ish. And, yeah, that's not going to – it's going to be cold. We're going to be here. This is the fall weather we all know and love. This is this is November that we expected. It's finally right, here. Right. It's it's here. Summer is over. <laughs> it's over. Fall has begun. It is it's over. Fall has like fall's actually showing up with its cold version now as we're getting you ready for today's 1 p.m. kickoff between the Buffalo Bills and the Minnesota Vikings with John Murphy and Eric Wood calling the play by play from the Northwest Bank broadcast booth. Today's salute to service broadcast presented by the law offices of Kenneth Hiller fighting to get our veterans the benefits that they deserve. We mentioned the weather. It's cold. It's not really going to be like terribly windy or anything, so that's not a big deal. If Josh Allen doesn't play, it'll be Case Keenum under center as, again, like I said, about 40 degrees-ish. And that's just how it's going to be. It's going to be cold. We're back. We're back to cold, baby. And in two weeks, it'll be winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe not even. I mean, we might just have a couple it days It might of happen fall. this week. It might happen this week. Seasons yeah. were cool. Remember when we had seasons? That was really that was really, that was really cool thing. See, now you just get, like, summer and, like... Mishmash. A, a, a preview of fall and then winter. Yep. Like, that, that's it. You don't, you don't get... You get a mini-series of fall instead of a, a full feature-length film. Yeah, yeah. climate change Spring. is going to be the age of sinus headaches. That's pretty much <laughs> what you're going to have, is that. Weather brought to you by Sullivan's Brewing Company from Ireland to Buffalo, the best ales in the world is... <laughs> as we're just like, yep, yeah, no, fall and spring don't exist anymore. They just... <laughs> well, they never existed rocks. here. They never existed here. They did. For a Let's little bit. be real here. You're too young to realize that. <laughs> Josh Allen, will he play or won't he? That's going to be the big question. If he does play, how limited is he? I do think that it is kind of irresponsible to be rushing him back if he hasn't practiced all week. And if there is a game to lose, an NFC tilt is not the worst thing to deal with. That said, how confident are you in Case Keenum being able to lead the ones because... The last time we even saw Keenum with this group, he looked pretty good in the preseason because the designation was he's going to play with the ones because if something did ever happen and we needed Case Keenum, he's going to have to play with the ones. Stephon Diggs can make anybody look good. Look at Case Keenum. Yeah, literally a flashback to the Minnesota Miracle. Like, yeah. This is this is a Case Keenum and Stephon Diggs revenge game, and I'm here for it. I mean... I want them to do the exact same play is it, and have the exact same thing happen. I, I, yeah. I mean, now that I think about it, I'm like, is it really a revenge game? But, like, Diggs, Kinda. Diggs exit from Minnesota. But at the same time, is it really revenge if you're happy here? 
No, it's just kind of like a hey, look at me now kind of sort of thing. Yeah. I think. And then and then you also have the storyline of the Cook brothers, which is cool. Dalvin and James Cook. Yeah, going that's, head to that's head. gonna be an automatic jersey swap at the end of the game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Damn well better be. Yeah. And again, it's more or less what is this Bill's offense gonna look like today? We know that Jordan Poor is out on the other side of the ball. Tremaine Edmonds is questionable, but this team does get back Matt Milano. They sorely missed him. Now we might see if Edmonds doesn't play how much better his season has been. Right, you're almost getting a flip-flop of like, okay, we saw the team without Milano with Edmonds, and now we might see the team with Milano without Edmonds. So it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's kind of, you're kind of you're almost able to value like how good they are apart and then also see, okay, you know what you have to, when they're together. Another one for your narrative-rich game today is Xavier Rhodes was elevated off the practice squad. He may be active, and he played for the Vikings, had himself mm-hmm. a very good career there. So, okay, Elon doubtful, so it's unlikely that he plays after he got hurt late in that Jets game. Allen got hurt late in that Jets game. Nothing really good came out of that game. It stunk. There were injuries. And you lost the second game in the division. Yeah. I mean, last week was booty cheeks. I mean, look at it this way, though. You're still at the top of the AFC. You're still at the top of the AFC East because you just have to in the, in the end of the day, you just have to have a better record than everyone else. And you're fine. Like divisional games only matter when it's a tiebreaker. So just don't go to a tiebreaker. That's well, they're going to pass you if you keep losing those. Well, right. Obviously. <laughs> but that's because your overall record's getting bad as well. So swear to God, you better beat that cookie cutter version of the Patriots. I'll take losing to Miami, and New York. They at least have promise. If this team loses a game, I don't care even about the last game of the year where they're like punting on the rest of the season or the rest of the game because they have to sit players. No, you better beat New England twice. Screw them. We still have to get back at them for uh-uh. how many years? Yes. <laughs> yes. Beat them with Keenum. Beat them with Barkley if you have to. I don't care. I'm not going to take a team that played Bailey Zappi and has a quarterback controversy. What do you mean? They're the same person. They just swapped the jerseys. <laughs> That's ba- my point. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones are the same person. You can't change my mind on that. Like it, they are too similar. Like there's no doubt in my mind that they're the same person. That's my point. They better not. Didn't? Did they? But that's for another conversation for another week. Because <laughs> this game, it is a good opponent in a seven and one Vikings team. The line has been all over the place because QB1 may or may not be playing. And now it comes down to how confident do you feel about Case Keenum if he's in the lineup and what does it do for you? What does it do for your fantasy stalwarts? Uh, You don't know what's going to happen in this game. I look at it this way with Keenum. He has had, with, with Allen only practicing limited yesterday, or I'm sorry, Friday on Saturday mode, he has had a full week to prepare for this. And not only that, but everything leading up to this, he's still practicing every single week. It's not like he's if he's not playing, he's not practicing. Right. So Keenum's ready. He's as ready as he's going to be. And what degree that is, we don't know yet. And like you'd made mention, like Wednesday, Thursday, where you're heavier on your practice sets. Right. It was Keenum there. Mm-hmm. Allen did not practice in yeah. the media portion. So... So we it's, don't know. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's like Sean McDermott has put on a masterclass of deceit. By the yeah. way, that um, I mean, this is like NHL level video, injury hiding. The video like, of Allen taking off, running to the, running away as as he finds out that media was there, picks up his brace that he wasn't even wearing, mm-hmm. and he takes off. Like, <laughs> there is sneaky, very even sneaky, if he sneaky. doesn't play, it's a masterclass. In head games. Because mm-hmm. now you're making Minnesota prepare for both of you. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I mean, if, if if Minnesota knows that Allen isn't starting, this is a so much less stressful week for them. But now, and that's no discredit to Case Keenum, but it's just the, it's the, it's the level difference of the two quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. One's an like, MVP candidate. The other is a backup quarterback you traded for. Right. Oh, as my computer just makes a noise. Um, that was your computer. <laughs> but, so... With with Minnesota, it's just it's the head games like you were talking about. They are going to be focused on who do we prepare for, prepare for, and if you get Case Keenum instead of Josh Allen, it's going to take them a quarter, I think, to adjust or at least a couple drives anyway. I mean, exactly because, like I said, you're going to be prepared for the one of, if not the best quarterback in the league when he's healthy, and then you're going to have Case Keenum, and it's like. You're there is a just mile of a difference. Right. That is, and like you said, it's nothing against Keenum. It could affect, if you're, for example, you have Stephon Diggs. Could be his first dud of the year. Mm-hmm. If the Vikings want to pay attention to him and Keenum's the guy playing, playing in this one, like they may really try to make sure of it, and Keenum does have his limitations. How do you feel about a Bills running game today? What do you think about Devin Singletary in a starting position? On, I mean, on a fantasy team, I should say. Yeah, I'm paying attention, of course, to the game day. Like, the thing is, the Bills are playing this so close to the vest, we won't know until, like, probably who's going to be going under center on the first drive. Right. Yeah. You're not going to know until they also, are out there. Also, way to go me picking the first game I've gone to in five years, and Josh Allen might not play. Yeah, but you might also get a fantastic game where good Case Keenum jo- is just... Good job, Derek. Expert picking Bills game. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't make any more fun of you because you already made fun of yourself. <laughs> what, like, come on, what are the odds? <laughs> That's I like, sit here for twelve hours every Sunday, and the first time I just decide to go, you no. Oh wait, Josh Allen might not play, or he might, and just or he, he, might. he makes a triumphant return, and you know things will happen. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx anything. But right, but at the same time, it's just, of course. And that could be the case for a lot of people uh, going to their first Bills game in a while. Going imagine to the- this being your first Bills game ever. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, like I, I bet you there's a- a- quite a few little kids out there who have never been to a Bills game, and they're Josh Allen's their favorite player, and they're going to go today, and... It's cold, and he might not play. Yeah, right. Like, I, I-, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, like, <laughs> jinx anyone, but that would stink. <laughs> Yeah, and, and again, if that is something that's happening for you, like by all means, chime in on it. Um, at Derek Kramer forty nine at WGR five fifty at Schmitty forty seven. There you go. I, you remember now? I, of course, I remember. I sent out the tweet. <laughs> but also, if you happen to have fantasy questions, because this is where we'll focus on this matchup in that instance. Now, you can also tweet them at us as well. So. Let Case Keenum himself. Let's start under center. Yeah. 
there's too much of a risk of will he play or won't he play to even consider this. And same with Allen. This stinks because you have Josh Allen. It means you have probably a good fantasy team because you have one of the best fantasy players in the game. And, and I bet the backup quarterback option isn't the best for no. you if you have Allen on your roster. And again, they're going to take this till we get a snap. So it is a huge risk if you have Allen in. Do you think we'll find out at the coin, to- coin toss, actually? Because Allen's a captain. Allen's a captain, but they don't send the captains out there all the time. True, true. They send a mixture. That is true. Also, the Bills have lost every coin toss this season. Except for one. Except for one. Seven out of eight. They're, or, or They've gotten for, the ball first one every seven, game. I say. <laughs> so, we're going to probably find out at the start of the game who it is. And it's a huge risk for you fantasy-wise. I can't believe I have to say this, but you need to consider someone other than Josh Allen. And this is the first time I have to say this since 2019. The first half of 2019. Because the second half of that year and on, he's been the best fantasy player. Not quarterback, player. I think that's safe to say. I think that's... It's a, the stats back it up. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, yeah, he you is look the at the... best fantasy player. You look at the running backs and wide receivers, but in terms of volume and, and doing points, or getting points with what you have in front of you, he has the best... Just, I guess, conversion rate. And we talk about the ledge between Allen and Keenum. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's a ledge between Allen and probably who your second quarterback option is. Right. Because he's the true definition of a set it and forget it. Somebody I think that I was thinking about this So if a you lot. have Allen, this is risky. Yeah. Keeping him in. If you, for some reason, picked up Keenum, that's still too risky. We don't know until they, until we get closer to game time. But as of right now, if say you have, by the good graces of luck, you have Geno Smith as your QB2, um, you might want to just put him in. But like, I say good graces, but like 930 is forcing your hand. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that 930 game just throws everything off it throws every week. Every time. Every time. Like last night, I'm why? sitting there and I'm like, "Oh, I don't have to worry about." my Do you know why <laughs> the world hates us? Because we send them the Jaguars and 45 year old Tom Brady. Well, not this week. This week is 45 year old well, Tom Brady. Oh, I thought you meant together. I was going to say, no, we're not sending I'm saying, them both together. I'm saying in general, we send England the Jaguars like every year, and then Giants Packers where Aaron Rodgers is washed, and now Tom Brady finally is starting to not look good. And hey, Germany. The first NFL game there in how many years? First NFL game there in how many years? And back when there was the cult following of NFL Europe. Here, you get Tom Brady. Oh, cool. He's not good anymore. What? I'm not hearing a whole lot of Donka (laughs) from them for this game. Hey, I'm not hearing a whole lot of Donk out of them, uh, <laughs> out of Fritz over there after Don- we sent them to Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm not hearing a whole lot of Donk out of them for this. First time, long time. <laughs> I'm eating my schnitzel over here and Tom Brady's starting to suck. But they might get a fun Geno Smith. <laughs> or he might be Geno Smith. <laughs> 
a massively divorced Tom Brady hanging out in Munich, Germany, right at the tail end of Oktoberfest. Like there, we come on. He doesn't consume carbs. <laughs> we don't have any breaking live footage of that. Well, not not. Maybe he does now. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Divorce carbs. <laughs> That's why he hasn't been good. He hasn't been sticking to TB12. Am I breaking Corey so far it's this okay. morning? Come on, these are just divorced carbs. It's okay. <laughs> They'll go away. I got a whole, I got a whole extra portion of carbs today. And we'll divorced. get more into divorce carbs, Tom, <laughs> and the rest of the NFL on the other side. TRS Heating and Air Conditioning wants to pay your heating bills coming soon. Let TRS intercept your heating bills this winter. Hopefully, like how the Seahawks will intercept Tom Brady today. Stay tuned for details on how you can take a shot at winning $1,200 toward your home heating bills this winter. TRS Heating and Air Conditioning, they treat you as if you were their only customer. And tomorrow on WGR. It is a Buffalo Bills football Monday presented by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Howard and Jeremy will break the game down in the morning. Then it's the Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio from 10 to noon, followed by One Bills Live with Chris Brown and Steve Tasker with their extended noon to three. Chopin Bulldog take over from there featuring former Bill Eric Wood at four. Then at eight o'clock, Monday Night Football has Westwood One presenting the Commanders at the Eagles with some NFC East football. Buffalo Bills football Monday all day tomorrow right here on the home of the Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. We're around the league next. Sal Capaccio takes you behind the scenes on Buffalo Bills game day with Sal's All Access. Watch it live on WGR's Facebook page. Sal's All Access presented by Duncan. America runs on Duncan. Breakfast with the Bills is being brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. By Fiegel Car and Joyce, your border attorneys. By Independent Health, well beyond insurance. By Freed Maxic, a top 100 accounting and consulting firm in the nation. And by Armor Heat, do it right the first time. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's all football, all day, every Monday. Buffalo Bills Football Monday, brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Second segment here, Buffalo Bills Radio Network. This is Breakfast with the Bills. Derek Kramer, Josh Schmidt, Corey Griswold. We're getting you ready for the 1 o'clock kickoff between the Buffalo Bills and the Minnesota Vikings with John Murphy, Eric Wood, calling the play-by-play from the Northwest Bank broadcast booth. Today's Salute to Service broadcast is presented by the law offices of Kenneth Hiller, fighting to get our veterans the benefits they deserve. It's time that we do this around the league. But before we do that, another reminder, though, that this is the biggest question mark of the game of Josh Allen, Case Keenum, which one is under center, for the Vi- for this Vikings game. And hey, again, we'll see what happens. Allen officially questionable for this afternoon. A lot of intrigue in this game, but it's not the first game of the day. 
We don't even get to say it's London football. That was a terrible British accent. I will never do it again. <laughs> However, it is hashtag divorce carbs. As it's Seattle and Tampa Bay, Geno Smith versus Tom Brady in the matchup that all Germans deserved, apparently. Uh, as Seattle, though, looks solid. Actually, we can't trash this matchup that badly because this is a division leader against a probable division winner. Let's be real. The NFC South is trashed here. They took they the AFC South said we are garbage, and the NFC South said, give me that. They ripped it from their hands. Because Carolina beat Atlanta. Yeah, that was something. Like I I don't know how else to say it besides that was something because that was just a mind-boggling game of of what is going on here. No one knew how to play football in that game. It was crazy. Like, and <laughs> Marcus Mariota so, was by laying the way, down and threw a pick. Thanks to that, though, this is a game between two division leaders. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh lead the division at 4-5 and five by half of a game because Atlanta lost. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> This, honestly, is the, this is the hell we are in. Honestly, though, Brady looked better last week. This he, is the hell we're it, in because Tom Brady's going to backdoor his way into a division championship yep. and then somehow going to find that magic again to beat some two teams like the disappointing Cowboys and then somehow the Eagles. Gronk's going to come out of retirement and play tight end for him again. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, they've had bad tight ends all season. But like, that said, Tampa Bay's... Injury report typically is a mess at wide receiver. Today, it doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, there's a lot of potential, actually, for some fireworks because Seattle's defense is noteworthy for giving up points. And Seattle's offense has been just good. Yeah, they, like Ken Walker the third has just... If you've got him, you're going to play him. He's taken that like, role and ran with it. He might win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He might, and it's been fantastic what he's been able to do. Geno Smith is still a solid play despite the matchup against Tampa Bay. They have a good defense. Uh, however, if you've got him, he's been a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. Don't be scared. Put him in. Let, let your fantasy game be decided this morning. That's what I'm doing. Put my money where my mouth is. Let's do this. Ride and die. Geno Smith Hive. Let's do this. So, the next one. I... I, I, I clicked off the schedule. I, that was it's my Detroit-Chicago. No, yeah, it is Detroit-Chicago. And this has the opportunity to be another one of those classic Lions shootouts that we've seen. Last one being, of course, Detroit-Miami because they took a week off of that because Green Bay was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to be the dog game of the week. And Detroit, they have a solid offense. It's just they don't know how to stop anything. Justin Fields had a great week last week. Expect it to continue. You have him on your roster, start him, obviously, with confidence here today. Chase Claypool, too. I mean, he might he's gonna get more into the snap rotation this time, and it's I think that's gonna be a good play. If you have both of them somehow. Jared Goff is gonna have to keep up. That's a sneaky streaming option for mm -hmm. you today, and I would expect more of the same. What do you think about DeAndre Swift in this one? Because he's still like so so on the injury front with Jamal Williams. Putting up great the performances. The thing is, Jamal Williams out. has been performing. Right. I'd say he's worth a flex play, but have your expectations be ready to be disappointed. Speaking of disappointment, the Jaguars and the Chiefs, as Jacksonville continues to be this team that just can't get out of their own way. Uh, but against Kansas City, I'd expect a lot of garbage time points for the likes of Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk. 
Lawrence, though, might lose a lot of those points because he just gives up the football. What about Kadarius Toney with the Chiefs? He I didn't get that involved last week. This is still a not yet sort of thing. We yeah. need to see. It's unfortunately with Tony, it was a fascinating trade. It's still a wait and see moment, though, to put him in your lineup. I think he's. I don't think he's going to be. He's worth a roster spot as a curiosity at the moment, right? And to see what the usage is. However, he's not worth putting in there yet, especially with the fact that Smith Schuster has been performing well. Nicole Hardman's still there. You've still got MVS. It's and then there's this Travis Kelsey guy. Who's uh, that? Is that a rookie or something? Uh, he uh, He's actually a uh, <laughs> noted trombone player. Uh, as we get ourselves to our first dog of the game, uh, dog game of the week. That's I said first. We're going to get multiple of them here today. This is becoming... Welcome. This, this segment's growing like wildfire. There Welcome to Titans Broncos. Broncos country. Let's ride off of a cliff. <laughs> that is Denver's offense this year. And I would say it's going to be more of the same. Even though Tennessee's defense is terrible, it's that Denver can't get out of their own way. What if it's this game that they figure it out because then the, the Titans, Titans are, are garbage. so bad? Because the Titans' defense is so bad. You said we're not going to clown them before the show, and I almost didn't think you were you because you always take every opportunity to if the titans, the titans let the broncos score more than 20 points they're the biggest frauds in the national football league if this game gets over 20 points as a game collective will. it will ah uh, i don't know there's been a couple 17 that have been to, close 17 to 9 gets you over 20 points right but there's there has been a few denver games where 12 to 9 which has happened <laughs> in a denver game this year has gotten over 20 points i know but there was that moment where we're getting to 12 to 9, and you're like, huh, are they going to get over 20? Like- Ryan Tannehill <laughs> expected to start again as Malik Willis, that experiment has floundered. Um, obviously, he was a mid round pick. Uh, that wasn't going to be the greatest thing that he was going to do, was set the world on fire. I mean, he still could be good, let it's- alone against a good Denver defense. Right. This is going to be the ultimate test of futility Denver's offense or Tennessee's defense? As we get back to normal games, Cleveland and Miami. This is a game where I cannot believe I have to say this. Go Browns for the life of me. Uh, But I'm just getting sick of Miami. Their fans are getting too too hot for their britches. Got to knock them down. Got to knock them down (laughs) the peg. Lose to the Browns. That'll do it. However, it's at home. It's still Jacoby Brissett. They do. the, The Browns still obviously have Nick Chubb to be able to run rampant. Miami does give up yards to the air. Amari Cooper, great idea for you here today. I still wouldn't say you're starting Jacoby Brissett, though. Like, that's just a risk beyond belief. As for Miami, Cleveland has been susceptible to a big play. You've got slam dunks. Keep them in. Can you get the ball there? No, that's keep the them in. Well, no, I'm saying oh, yeah, yeah, with, they with Miami, can you can Tua get the ball to that slam dunk play yes. of, of Tyreek Hill over the top for 70 yards? Yes. they're gonna, Cleveland's not been good at defending the deep ball this year. Houston, New York. This is just, I mean, it's a game. A couple years ago, it would have been a trombone champ game. But New York is kind of good. They're kind of good. And they're the thing, like, they're the good, thing but is they don't their know Their defense <laughs> is good. And there's only one notable fantasy player in Houston, and that's Damian Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that he's still worth a start here, despite the fact because... Garbage time is a thing, and he will get his no matter what. And they were spunky against the Eagles last week. So okay. I would expect more of the same from Houston. 
Pittsburgh, New Orleans. Oh boy, um, this is a this is also what we would like to call a football game. Uh, Matt Canada continues to be the worst thing in Pittsburgh, as the offensive coordinator has made the Steelers' offense this blah. Doesn't matter who's been under center in Kenny Pickett or Mitchell Trubisky. It's just they've not. been an ultra conservative or baffling with their play calls. Yeah. On the other side, New Orleans, they've got a good defense. Pittsburgh's got an okay defense, but it's really banged up right now. New Orleans is coming off a tough game, though, against Baltimore. Like, they're going to be looking to bounce back here, I think. The problem and is they're not good either. No, no. that's They're in the yeah. NFC South. <laughs> I, with, with Pittsburgh, though, it's just like, what do you do with your offensive players on Pittsburgh, right? Like, like we were talking about this in, in the break a little bit. Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, even, um, like, Najee Harris, like, you can't. Pat Frymuth has been the most reliable right. stealer this year Which in fantasy is football. Mind-boggling because he's a tight end, and that position normally just is awful. But he has been a solid, reliable option to go through this whole thing um, as a safety valve for either Trubisky or Pickett. Mm-hmm. Obviously, expect more of the same here. And it's just if you want to try to play Johnson or um, Pickens Pickett. here, or Pickens, yeah, it's not a bad idea. I'm uh, just thinking it's it's their first game without Chase Claypool. They had a bye last week. Yep. So the offense, you don't know what the offense is going to look like without Claypool. It's 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 going to look bad because Matt oh, Canada is well, still yeah. calling it. <laughs> and speaking of things that are bad, the 4 o'clock game slate. There's one good one, so we're going to keep things going with normal music before we get to just the worst football we're ever going to see. Uh, Dallas Green Bay, and I say this is actually... Aaron Rodgers has been tanking things by himself. Dallas, uh, though, Dallas is consistent. Dallas's defense is good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and Green Bay's defense is also good. This could be a low-key runner for a uh, bad fantasy football day. Uh, the Cowboys continue to uh, think that Tony Pollard isn't the answer, even though he continues to prove, yes, I am. Do you have, like, mind-reading powers? Because I was literally about to say, when are they going to just give the ball to Tony Pollard? Because... Like it would make fantasy managers happy everywhere. It would make it's Jerry just, Jones. It's not even the Cowboys te- fan. The team is giving him carries. It's Jerry Jones. It's and it's not even close. I think it's at this point he's like, you know what? I've sunk my teeth into Ezekiel Elliott, and I need to just stick with him as yeah. long as I can. And now sticking with normal segment as long as we could. It is part two of our trombone champ treatment. Because this is the first game for head coach Jeff Saturday. <laughs> Just love how bad that first note is. Welcome to Colts Raiders. This is an abomination of football we're about to see. There might be fantasy points in this game, but this deserves the treatment for another reason, which is the Raiders are trash. Josh McDaniels is just a goofball who somehow got another chance after bailing on the Colts, by the way. Uh, And they were like, hey, you know what? We're going to ignore that. Everything's going to be fine. Taking what was a playoff team last year and burying them in the standings at two and six. With the, one of the best wide receivers in football. Oh yeah. After trading for one of the best wide receivers in the game. And meanwhile, the Colts are like, we play in the South. This isn't college football. So we're bad. Hey, the offensive linemen are going to be great because Jeff Saturday. They better be. <laughs> I mean, 
Because they can't get worse than them what they have been. I tell you one thing. Their center is going to be great. He's going to be great. Everything else, tire fire. Like, it, just stay away from everything. I mean, there's nothing there. Like, there's <laughs> there's ideas out there, like, well, facing a I bad guess. Raiders defense. You could start Michael Pittman, or he could cause you to lose another football game by putting up 3.9 points. Tell me how you really feel, Derek. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> this is how I feel. That is how I feel about this game. This is just going to be great, beautiful fire. And then not so far away, we've got... More trombone champ? Round three. Three trombone champs? Yes. This is a professional sports league. Yes. And we are getting Colt McCoy and John Wolford, whatever that means. There it is. Mar both Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford are dealing with injury. Matthew Stafford still hasn't cleared concussion protocol. It's Sunday. John Wolford might play. Colt McCoy might play. And this is going to be the greatest, like, oh boy, here it is. Yeah, the, the four o'clock games are garbage. And I have to do my tradition of just trashing on bad football. <laughs> yeah, this is the potential of Colt McCoy and John Wolford, baby. What, is John Skelton still, like, Practicing on being a giraffe? He was too busy? We could use John Skelton here today, too. Like, why Listen, not? Uh, Is Nathan Peterman signed anywhere? That, like, great idea. Didn't Warford play in a playoff game for the Rams? That makes it worse. <laughs> Fair enough. Because they lost, predictably. Because it's John Wolford. Nathan Peterman was last on the Raiders back in 2021. Yeah, it's the West. Stay out there. He's currently unsigned, I believe. Matt Barkley's a practice squad quarterback. That wasn't a better option than what we're going to see here today. The 4 o'clock games are garbage. What are you doing after the Bills game? Passing out. But I mean, we I'm going to load up game. on my divorce carbs and I'm <laughs> passing out. But we have the 8 o'clock game, Derek. We have the Rams and the 49ers. He says with hopeful enthusiasm. I mean, wait, did you say Rams in 49ers? Oh, I said Rams. Wrong That's LA Charger. team. You I, got... They need to not be... Why Why is there two LA teams? That... <laughs> mm. Well, okay. tonight at 8 p.m. 49ers. Tonight at 8 p.m. on WGR Sports Radio 550, West 1-1 presents the Chargers and 49ers Sunday Night Football on WGR is brought to you. Buy New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's a place to buy a case and buy Armor Heat. Do it right the first time. This game, obviously not nearly as trash tier. Chargers and 49ers. You've got some solid plays here in this game as LA continues to be this team that confounds and disappoints and yet won in the most hilarious way possible last week. Fumbling the football and then recovering a fumble from the player that recovered the fumble and it just squirted out of his arms. He didn't even get hit. He dropped the ball. Falcons, because they're in the South, and this isn't college football, they're garbage. 28-3 will forever haunt them. Oh, my God. They found a new hilarious way to lose. <laughs> and, and only the Falcons could. But the Chargers, at 5-3, and three, 
I mean, I guess they're on track to maybe make the playoffs. It's just that, you know, the entire AFC East is in your way. And you have to hope that they implode on themselves. Justin Herbert has been not what you expected when you drafted him this year. I don't think Part of that is the terrible rib injury that he suffered. I was going to say, I don't think he's fully healthy. No, he's, he played right away after that. You don't do that. Normal human beings don't like to even sit when they break a rib. That's just a dumb idea. I've done it. Sitting was pain. Smiling was pain. Laughing was torment. You ever have to sneeze when you break a rib? Anyone that hears this and knows, if you broke a rib and you had to sneeze, you felt like you should go back to the hospital. <laughs> with the uh, with the 49ers, though, with Elijah Mitchell coming off the – well, not off IR, but he's back to practice. I, I, I It's so confusing because, like, I actually – I got a trade offer for Elijah Mitchell, and I almost took it. But then I remembered Christian McCaffrey is now a San Francisco 49er. And – it just it, it's it's interesting that they're gonna get Mitchell back, and also have Christian McCaffrey, and also have Debo Samuel, like, and yet they're, they're gonna be slowed down by Jimmy Garoppolo, right? So they have all these weapons. It, it, it's almost like like McCaffrey went to Panthers, a better version of the Panthers. Pretty much, there's still no quarterback, right? Well, we'll see what we've got, and. We go back to Bills and Vikings as well as a couple questions if you have them for your fantasy rosters. On the other side here, Breakfast with the Bills, Derek Kramer, Josh Schmidt, Corey Griswold. We're here for you for one more segment on the other side. A tradition like no other, and it only happens on Tuesday. Howard Picks the Bills. Brought to you by Admar Construction Equipment and Supplies. Equipment you need when you need it. Head coach Sean McDermott joins the Extra Point Show with Sal and Joe every Friday morning at 1030. Brought to you by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at Northwest.com. Be sure to catch... You're allowed to talk. It's the radio. You can talk. Well, I gotta do the. You interrupted the live read. What are we doing here? You can. He can read the liner too. He works here. Do you have it? Then he can't. I have right, it. I just don't enough. have it pulled up because you funny, read them all. Funny how um, we get a tweet from this man. So I'm gonna. I, I, and we have to read this first. Be sure to catch Sal Capaccio as he takes you behind the scenes on Bills game days with Sal's All Access Facebook Live on WGR's Facebook page. It's brought to you by Duncan. America runs on Duncan. And funny enough, with Sal. He tweeted at us today saying, you guys are cracking me up. Entertaining ride into the stadium this morning. Look, man, give credit where credit's due. Corey Griswold introducing us to Trombone Champ was the greatest thing that could have happened in all of radio. Internet brain poisoning working again for you, (laughs) the listener. Crap posting S-tier radio I have lost countless neurons (laughs) operating inside of my gray matter, and I'm making Buffalo radio better. I can feel my brain smoothing itself out when we do this. Absolutely. The perfectly smooth glass. It is for tweets like this. Like, that makes me know that me getting dumber is worth it. The Corning Museum could sponsor this show based on how smooth (laughs) my brain is from doing all this work. We could play a solid level game of chess on how smooth my brain is. (laughs) It's just a squ- it's just a cube right now. Not even circular anymore. It's lost its shape. 
See, I can't, I can't have curves on it. It's too smooth. Got to be square. We can eat <laughs> cheese off of this smooth brain here. That's how smooth this is. Okay. You have a charcuterie board for your brain. <laughs> Sh- uh, uh, charcuterie. Charcuterie board with some Worcestershire sauce. Listen, those Hillshire farm stores are opening up. It's true. It's that type of season. <laughs> All right, we don't have much time. Let's get some music here. We got a couple questions for the people, because that's the other thing. We're still here for the people. And you know we got to have that smooth jazz Knuckles the Echidna theme music for this last part here. Nikki tweets in, Mackenzie or Cooks in the flex? And um, this is an interesting one because Mackenzie does have a nose for the end zone. And if Keenum is going to be... He's going to be utilizing the slot spot today. Right. So this could be sneaky pick for for flex spot. I'd say... I'm going to say Mackenzie. I'm going to go out on a limb there. I can't trust... Davis Mills and his giraffe neck anymore. So I'll go with McKenzie. Other one here from Dave saying Curtis Samuel or Gabe Davis. I'm probably going Samuel based on volume potential. It's a tougher matchup, but you also have Taylor Heineke who has confirmed that dog in him. And every week someone becomes the beneficiary. Why not Samuel this week? He's had his moments this year, too. Samuel has been a good pickup option. He had his moments. We have our moments. We got to get out of here as Bill's game day comes up on the other side. For Josh Schmidt, Corey Griswold, Derek Kramer, hope you guys had an entertaining morning. Go Bills. Let's see what they've got. Will Allen play? We're going to find out.